Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I am your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Ephesians 4, verses 29 through 32, we're going to be looking at worthy living. So today's readings are coming from the English Standard Version, and I encourage you to open your Bible as we study. The passage reads, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So in this passage, we're seeing that believers need to walk worthy with their mouths, attitudes, and hearts. Believers must walk worthy with their mouths, attitudes, and hearts. And let's first look at worthy mouths. There should be no corrupting talk. What is corrupting talk? Well, I mean, we all know what it is. Corrupting talk may be talk that is vile, talk that is obscene. Corrupting talk may be talk that is used to cut people down, whether that's through yelling or through passive-aggressive comments or what have you. Any words that we use that are meant to bring people down and not to build them up. Our words should be used to build people up, to give grace to those who hear. Sometimes helpful words may be uncomfortable. I want to be clear that there is a distinction there. You know, if we are always saying nice words as in, oh, you know, you're so good at this, sometimes we need to be uncomfortable in how we love people. We need to say, maybe call another believer in sin out. It's not fun. It shouldn't be fun. But it is necessary to building the other believer up. We need to be willing to have awkward conversations so that the kingdom of God can be advanced, so that those we are having those conversations with can grow. One thing that we do, and one thing that happens at a lot of workplaces, is performance reviews. And if you're making a mistake, and your manager, or your boss, or your supervisor, whoever it is, sees that mistake, but says, I just really don't want to tell him, then... Sure, an awkward conversation was avoided. You know, he what didn't call me out or anything. But, obviously, I'm never going to learn. And I'm never going to grow as a worker. And when we see another believer who is in sin, who is not living in a way that's pleasing to God, then we should talk to them about it. We should say, hey, brother, what what is happening here? You know, using talk that will build them up, listening asking questions, trying to find where they are at. But we also should not shy away from the hard work of loving others. Second, we need worthy attitudes. And I separated worthy attitudes from hearts. And I'm looking at attitudes as things that are a little bit more temporary. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, heart is more important, but attitude is important too. Paul says to put away bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander. And these can be looked at both as heart issues and attitude issues. 
they are heart issues and that sin will reside in our heart and leads to these things. But I also want, we can look at these symptoms too. And what we need to do is to put these away. We all know what it's like to have an attitude of bitterness or to have an anger attitude. And we need to be willing to set those aside. It's really easy to throw ourselves a pity party or to be mad at the world. But we have to be willing to see that bad attitude for what it is and be willing to part ways with it. We should never be in an attitude where we're throwing a pity party. We should never have an attitude where we look to tear others down through gossip or slander. Guys, it's sad, but our sinful flesh finds fun in tearing others down. Our sinful flesh has fun in looking for ways to bring others down. But we need to see and recognize bad attitudes and fight them with the spiritual disciplines. Fight them with scripture. Fight them with prayer. Fight them. One thing that really is helpful for me, in addition to prayer and Bible reading, is listening to worship songs. Because... A lot of times, my attitude can be determined just by the music that I listen to first thing in the morning. You know, am I listening to music that is like, oh man, I'm the best, I'm so good. Or is it, Jesus is the best, and and I, I am nothing, but Jesus is everything. That is those kinds of attitudes that we can change. Now, there's heart problems that we're going to talk about, but... Attitudes are really important. Your attitude, while temporary, has lasting consequences. But finally, let's look at worthy hearts. Ultimately, our hearts should show the high calling we have in Christ. As we've seen throughout our study of Ephesians, we are to walk worthy of the call we have. And the way that we walk worthy is by having a heart that looks like we have been called by Jesus Christ. We need to have a heart that shows to others how much Jesus means to us. We ought to have a heart that knows the forgiveness we have. Like, look at this passage. Be kind, and it goes on to say, as God in Christ forgave you. Our kindness is rooted in the gospel. Our forgiveness is rooted in in the gospel because at any church you're going to go to you are going to be around brothers and sisters who are a lot different than you are and who offend you sometimes and we can gently show them where they're hurting us but we also are can are to use the gospel how God in Christ forgave us to forgive them to be tender-hearted and kind and forgiving to those who are different than us. You see, I'm speaking that because we don't need to be told to love certain... Like, there are certain people that I work with that it's really easy to love. Like, you know, they're nice people. They're always good to me. And, but then there's other times, you know, where there's people who maybe they're having a bad day and, you know, they're rude to me. And that's what this passage is for. You know, you don't need to be reminded of God of our call to be kind when it's easy. Like Jesus himself talks about, he's like, even the heathens, they love those who love them, but I call you to love your enemies. You see, that's what sets us apart, is 
Christians for 2,000 years have been spit on and they have given kisses back. That is what sets us apart. We are forgiving as God in Christ forgave us. Our heart posture is anchored in the love that God has first showed us. You see, you can try all you want to have a good attitude, but if you have not been changed by the gospel, if you do not know that you're a sinner, but that Jesus forgave you, then you can't forgive sinners who sin against you. If you don't know just what Jesus did, then it's it's impossible for you to truly forgive and for you to have joy in forgiving others. It's impossible because you haven't experienced it. But Jesus Christ offers it to you. Repent from your sins and turn to the gospel and hold to that forgiveness for the rest of your life. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. If you haven't already, I'd encourage you to go to our website, AdoptedBelievers.com. You can find podcasts, articles, and other cool resources. Please tell your friends about us. That's a great way you can support what we're doing. But without further ado, I'm going to see you all next time. Thank you.